So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan always having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast. I hope you're doing amazing on this beautiful day today. Um, today in Cape Town, we have a bit more uh, rain and less sun, but still something, it has something mythical, uh, in my opinion, something, I don't know, something special, uh, which I really enjoy. And also, I feel like when it's a bit cold outside, I work much more productively and uh, yeah, get more stuff done, which uh, is a nice side effect as well. So I want to do this podcast and just share openly, uh, share something from me, um, my, yeah, you could say kitchen must-haves, my go-to gro groceries when I'm um, on the go. <clears throat> I did this on my Instagram and people like to see it and really want to yeah, do a more in-depth version here on the show for you guys. Um, so just for you as a context, I've been traveling quite a bit over the past months. Um, I was in Cyprus for one month with a good friend um, and mind you when I say I'm traveling um, I'm always yeah working still so it's like a workation you could say since I can work fully remote and all the team the whole game changer team is remote working remotely um, I'm just working from from uh, wherever I'm staying and uh, I was in Cyprus in February and uh, I'm now in Cape Town for two months and this lifestyle is actually new pretty new for me too so it's not like I'm traveling um, all the time, always. Um, this is just something I've been doing over the past months um, since uh, winter in Germany. It's pretty yeah, cold and pretty boring, especially in the lockdown um, area. I figured um, here I can have uh, yeah, more creativity and a better time and just in general <clears throat> be more productive as well. And um, actually, we've been growing a lot over the past months. We um, experiencing the the most growth we've ever experienced in our program, the Game Changer Academy. Uh, we're serving so many clients, building so many new things for our clients, exciting new things are coming. Um, and it's been a very produ uh, productive and creative time so far. Um, but at the same time, of course, I got to keep myself fit, right? So when I'm traveling, um, I got to make sure I'm on track with my, with my body um, because I'm still a human being, right? I'm not like a robot that just... Um, has a perfect body year-round, uh, just like that. It take, takes work for me as well. It doesn't just fall into my lap. Um, I would love that, uh, but it, it doesn't. Um, so in the past, actually, when I used to travel for two plus weeks, I always blew up, right? I always gained a lot of weight in a short period of time in my past um, times of traveling, but I was able to now find a way to avoid that, and it's uh, I need to figure it out because, again, with you traveling for three months in the first five months of the of the year um you gotta make sure that um, your nutrition your training routines and habits and strategies are on point else you're just yeah blowing up uh, and gaining a lot of weight so i found a way to to make this work and when i'm traveling there's different situations and uh, one situation i want to share in this specific podcast is um, um a living situation with a kitchen so this applies to any time you're traveling when you have an Airbnb with the kitchen or just in general you have a kitchen available. So you can actually also apply this for at home if you're not traveling. 
Um, but this is something that I'm doing when I'm on the go. Um, and I just want to share what are the things I'm buying, I'm getting and I'm focusing on to get and stay lean while I'm uh, on the yeah, traveling basically and not at home where I have all my, all my stuff, all the things I'm used to, all my routines. And um, this is something you can apply again if you are living in Airbnbs or on the road, um, but you have a kitchen, um, right? So, which is my number one tip actually, by the way, <clears throat> make sure that you have a kitchen at your place. If you want to stay in shape, uh, stay on track with your fitness journey and you're traveling, try to make sure if you're in a hotel that you have a maybe a kitchen or if you're traveling to, to choose an Airbnb with a kitchen. I think that's one of the best things you can do because it gives you a lot of um, control over your nutrition, at least for most of the day. This doesn't mean that you need to like cook all day. If you're on vacation, some people might say, hey, I want to enjoy myself as well. Uh, but maybe <clears throat> you just have a business trip and it's not necessarily vacation. Uh, it might make sense to get a place with a kitchen if possible, right? So um, again, this is not my vacation. So when I'm on vacation, I have a different mindset, actually. I think I did a podcast on that a few months or a year ago. It's something that I've actually evolved over time. And vacation mm, is... I take a different approach when I'm on vacation versus when I'm on workation, basically, when I'm traveling and uh, eating, um, basically, on towards my goals and working at the same time. So sorry if I sound a bit weird. I just got a call. I need to, I need to edit that in the podcast. So uh, we're keeping it raw and real. Um, basically, I just had to cancel a call here. Um, so just got my phone on flight mode now, so everything's good. Um, what I was saying was that I'm on vacation. Again, I also want to enjoy myself. I don't necessarily cook too much, but if I'm on workation, like I'm doing right now, where I'm basically working all day, have a normal routine, um, I, of course, want to stay on track and stay lean. But still, I'm living somewhere completely different. So in Africa right now, so how do I handle this? What do I buy? Um, what are the basics that I buy to keep me energized, keep me lean, keep me satisfied um, that you can also buy from anywhere? So this is applicable to you. I'm trying to not use any unicorn ingredients um, to make this uh, easy for you as well. Okay, so I thought about what is the best structure to do this? And I want to start with the uh, most important thing with the simplest thing first, which is the protein, right? So protein is the most important thing. Um, I talk about this a lot on my podcast and in general, um, but just a quick um, summary on that. Protein builds muscle. Protein makes you satisfied. So if you're trying to lose weight, lose fat, you need to be satisfied from your diet. And of course it builds like any, like any muscle um, that you build comes from protein. And it's just the most important thing you want to have in your in your diet. Um, and it's just a no-brainer, right? So many people think that, yeah, you need to eat, you need to just eat healthy to get and stay lean while on the go or just in general. But in the end, you got to make sure you have your protein and your calories taken care of. And that's why the first thing you want to look out for. So before I even travel, I stack up all my protein powder, right? So I bring my own protein powder from home, usually... My favorite protein powder is not available in other countries. So I just bring it, uh, if you have it in a luggage, not a carry-on. Sometimes a carry-on gets gets taken away, but usually it doesn't. But sometimes it does. Um, if you put it into a luggage, it should be totally fine. Um, that's the first thing I bring to set myself up for success because protein powder is one of the best protein sources, vegan protein sources you can get because it's, um, of course, very dense in protein. It's low on calories. It's easy to consume. Um, you can consume it anywhere, anytime. 
So why not take it with you, right? Um, then when I'm in the place and going to the supermarket grocery store, I'm looking for a few things when it comes to protein. I'm looking for fake meats that are low in fat, right? So fake meat section, you can go right there. This includes like tofu, tempeh, seitan, but this also might include yeah, any fake meat alternatives like vegan burgers, uh, vegan sausages, uh, minced meat, right? Textured vegetable protein. Uh, for example, here in Cape Town, I found a mm, mince, a pea mince that's made out of peas, and that's very high in protein, low in calories, and low in fat. And it's like one of my go-to protein sources here. Like one package, I think has around it's 200 to 300 calories, give it, give or take. Um, it has like 70 grams protein, which is crazy good um, and tastes very good as well. So that's the things I'm looking out for, like fake meat, like tofu, tempeh, seitan, and like fake meat alternatives that are pretty high in protein, trying to be low in fat. Um, because also like your go-to sources for protein then you can use in your lunch and your dinner um, uh, as you as you go, okay? Also, I look out for beans and lentils as well. So this is something always a great choice to buy as well. This could be more of a carb source. And then a protein source. It does add some protein, but sometimes when you're in a more, yeah, rural place, maybe not in a city, of course, you might not have access to fake meats, but then you can look out for beans and lentils and stack those together with the protein powder to get your protein needs for a day. I still remember when I was in, um, in Italy with my family, and for some reason back then, I wasn't that into fake meats, right? So I would just ate chickpeas and beans all day to my protein. You, you know that these pictures, you've seen them by now on my Instagram. Um, but uh, that's also why I struggled back then because I just ate so many carbs, so much carbs, so many calories, uh, which just made me blow up, right? So those are things that I out for for protein. Um, if you can take care of these, then you're doing great already. Like you're doing awesome and you have some good go-to protein sources to use to get your daily protein needs to keep you satisfied. So the number one reason why and when you're traveling or staying somewhere um, where you're like going off tracks because you're not satisfied, you're craving, you have appetite and protein suppresses that. So very important. Second thing I'm looking out for when I'm going to the grocery store is satisfying carbs, okay? So any meal you should eat should come with carbs. So there's a lot of, mm, there's very little meals that should come without any carbs. Um, and it's because they drive energy, they give you strength in the gym, and our body runs on glucose, on carbs, so you need carbs. I'm against low carb, as you probably know. Um, so at the same time, I wanna make sure you don't have carbs that trigger more appetite, that actually drain energy, and that make you slower, okay? You wanna have satisfying carbs that are light on your stomach. So here's a few of my go-tos when I'm on the go and um, go to the grocery store. Um, I buy frozen uh, veggies, so frozen vegetables, can be anything, can be broccoli, like a vegetable mix. Usually I go for that. Um, very good, great choice. Um, usually actually frozen veggies have more nutrients than the fresh veggies because they get shock frozen and they don't lie around for for all time. They don't get touched by other people and stuff like that. So I prefer that. And frozen fruit as well, game changer, very low in calories and um, very satisfying, very micronutrient dense. For example, berries, one of the best choices you can make when it comes to uh, fruit, because again, um, they're high in nutrients, high in micronutrients and low in calories. So a very, very good choice. Um, also my go-tos of course are oats as well. So always oatmeal, uh, anywhere you go, I buy oatmeal. 
um, or oats because you can use them for breakfast or even lunch or even dinner or just as a snack. Best choice, combined with protein powder and some fruit, always easy to go. Potatoes, great choice, very high, like very dense um, carb source. It's very satisfying versus rice versus pasta. Um, if you can get, I also like to get bean pasta, so lentil pasta or chickpea pasta with a very high protein carb source and also some rice as well, um, of course, to, to have on my meals. So it's like my go-to sources when it comes to carbs and all of them are pretty much very satisfying. Um, so again, this is a theme that you see throughout my grocery um, trip, my grocery choices is that they should be satisfying because when you're on the go, again, you want to suppress your appetite and actually make sure you actually are satisfied from your from your meals. Um, and um, that's what happens when people eat out like all day when they're traveling. The meals usually aren't as satisfying and then they just end up eating a lot and adding up the calories. Okay, so that's the second point, the satisfying carbs. The third point is efficient fat sources. So this is also something very important. So you don't want to cut out the fat completely. You want to have healthy efficient fat sources in here as well. What does efficient mean? Efficient means that they are, again, of course, they will have some fat. That's why they're fat source. So fat isn't a devil. However, the reason why you want to minimize your fat and have effective choices is because one gram of fat has double the calories than carbs or protein. So the more fat you eat, the easier it is to accumulate calories, which will make you go over your daily maintenance, which will make you gain weight and not lose fat and, and gain muscle, right? So that's very important. Um, and what efficient means is that they are again satisfying. So there's fat sources are more satisfying and some are less satisfying, right? For example, oil isn't that satisfying, okay? It's just pure fat and doesn't have much nutrients versus peanut butter who has some protein, um, has some other micronutrients if it's only peanuts, so it's more satisfying. It's still, of course, if you eat too much, everyone knows that, everyone loves peanut butter, <laughs> you can easily like just eat a jar. It probably, of course, can also derail you, but if it doesn't trigger you, then you're, of course, cool to buy it. So I buy peanut butter, I buy um, tahini as well, which is a, a fat source that's very nutrient-dense and very tasty in meals. Hummus, one of my go-to sources, love hummus to to get that, you can usually buy it everywhere. Um, and avocado, always a great choice as well. Um, so you wanna look for nutrient-dense uh, fat sources. And those are usually my go-tos when I'm traveling, when I'm on the go, when I'm somewhere where I don't, uh, yeah, where I don't live usually. Those are my go-to fat sources. And um, you wanna minimize those again, because they're the easiest to overshoot. I'm, I'm one of those people that easily overshoots my fat intake and um, it's it's uh, it's something that really derails my my diet. So that's for proteins, carbs, and fats. Those are like the main basics and basic ingredients. And you can easily throw together meals if you look at those ingredients, like the seitan from the protein part, the potatoes from the carbs, and then some fat on there, and you have a meal, right? So keep it very simple. So this is very simple, and um, anyone can apply this. You can even apply this again if you're staying at home right now. Um, then fourth thing I'm buying in the grocery store, which is a bit more interesting maybe, uh, are low calorie slash high protein snacks. So sometimes of course I got a snack as well. I have a planned snack every single day and sometimes I nibble here and there, but not too much. I try to reduce that as well. But when I do, I wanna make sure I only have things available that don't trigger me and that don't make me overshoot my calories. So I don't buy nuts. I don't buy raisins and all these things. I will go into that in a bit. But instead, I buy fruit 
as a snack. So apples, for example, I love snacking on apples because they're very chew intensive. They satisfy you because you have to chew a lot. Also very nutrient dense, um, right? I like to buy rice cakes as well because also you have to chew a lot. Um, it's just a high carb source, no fat, no protein in there. Uh, so that's another snack I like to like to get. Maybe even some veggies, some carrots, um, and also zero calorie drinks. For example, um, Coke Zero, Sprite Zero, uh, which we can do a whole podcast on that, on sweeteners. But studies have found, thousands of studies have found that sweeteners are safe to consume if you don't overconsume them like crazy. So you would have to drink like 10 liters a day of Coke Zero to actually have it be harmful for you. So you don't need to be scared of aspartame, of sucralose and stevia and all those things just as a side fact and um, yeah especially if you are trying to stay in shape it helps to curb that sweet craving that you might have um, otherwise um, so those are like the main snacks i'm buying if there's like fancy um, high protein snacks i definitely grab them so sometimes in different countries maybe in the us or more developed countries where there's a lot of vegan foods available um, I will look for high protein snacks like protein chips or protein bars, um, but sometimes it's not available. So that's why I don't put them in there because not everyone gets them. But that's also something I'm looking out for, like high protein snacks to test as well. And um, yeah, that's for the for snack part. And then also some, some fun stuff, of course, as well. So I buy some sweets that I want to try. I want to buy some dessert I want to try, but I try to minimize it so I don't have it at home because I think that's for me, the biggest game changer, not having these things at home like chocolate and sweets and um, and the like, I don't need them because I don't have them at home, right? So especially when I'm on the go somewhere where I don't live, um, it's very triggering to buy all these things because like, yeah, I'm here for like a week or two or even anything like that. Even though I'm here for like two months now, I still think, yeah, I'm just here for a short period of time. Like, I'll be back soon, so I will just have this snack. But yeah, you still have to be on track, so it doesn't change that. Um, so, but definitely also some fun stuff, some cereal to try out, but cereal for me is definitely a big trigger. There's also some things I avoid buying, for example, like triggering foods, like things where I know I get triggered, um, such as cereal. I do avoid that. I bought it a few times here, but yeah, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, I'm not perfect either. Um, also calorie dense foods, right? P foods that if you take a handful, like you have 300 calories. Like there's no point in buying that. So for example, nuts and dried fruit, for example, um, don't buy that. Uh, any crackers or chips. Um, I bought them the first week and it was a bad idea. I realized that, so I stopped buying them. Um, so not a good idea to buy crackers and chips. They're usually very high carb, high fat, and don't satisfy you at all. And just also high fat fake meats. So even though you might want to try new products because you're in a new country, um, try to try the products that are not that high in fat but instead stick to low fat and protein sources like that i said before and there's definitely some high high fat fake meats i would love to try here in cape town but i mean i'm cool with those i have and i don't need to overshoot my calories further and um, that's pretty much already it like i already went through most of the things i buy uh, like broken down into protein carbs and fats and um, protein snacks like low calorie high protein snacks and fun stuff and the things I don't I don't buy I avoid buying and that's how I would break it down for you as well um, so if you travel somewhere for a long period of time maybe or also at home you can do the same um, what are the go-to things you need and then you can put together a meal of course herbs and spices um, are a no-brainer that go in there as well like salt pepper very important 
Um, but uh, yeah, that's how I'm setting myself up for success. Hopefully this was um, kind of inspiring for you. And then you might be, might be interested in how do I structure this? So how do I approach every single day? Um, I try to keep it pretty consistent with my meals. So usually I don't have breakfast. So I'm doing some sort of intermittent fasting, not like the hour long intermittent fasting when I'm fasting for 16 to 18 hours a day. It's more like I'm pushing my first meal to later on to the day. So I wake up at six, usually six to seven. Um, and then I fast for three to four hours. Then I have a shake, a protein shake. Um, and then I have lunch after like one to two hours after that. Um, usually I have the same food there, veggies, protein source, carb source, um, and some fat and I'm good to go and not making sure it's not too much so I don't crash. Um, but usually it's pretty consistent, the same meal. So I don't have to think about it. Then I have another shake, another snack in the afternoon to again, trigger my muscle protein synthesis and keep myself satisfied. And then I have dinner, which sometimes I eat out, like mostly eat out here um, and try to focus on protein and not going too high in fat. Or I again, cook here as well. But then usually for dinner, I have a lot of calories to play with. Um, that's how I would approach it as well. If you're on the go, if you're traveling, um, that you save your energy, save your calories for dinner and don't spend it in breakfast and, and everything already. Uh, that's very important because that's where we are in control. Usually what happens is in the morning, no one is really going to breakfast together. I mean, maybe on the weekend we do that, but who is having like breakfast together as a normal occurrence, like no one. So dinner instead, like a lot of people having dinner together. So if that's your challenge, like social situations, why are you spending all your calories for breakfast where you have full control, no one is bothering you. And then for dinner, you have no more calories left open and everyone wants you to eat. So that's a nice mindset switch to make. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you struggle with social situations, save your calories leading up to that event so you can still t stay on track while enjoying social situations. Um, and when you have like the breakfast and lunch where you're in control, why aren't you in control? Why are you already spending your calories, right? So just to be, to give some tough love here, okay? So that's how I approach my day. Hopefully this was kind of helpful for you. Um, that's how I approach my day. That's how I, that's the things I buy. So I have my kitchen and my fridge when I'm on the go. And uh, this, you can also apply this if you are at home, of course, as I said. So if you enjoyed this podcast episode, then let me know. You can leave a read, rating and review on iTunes. That's your way for supporting the show. Um, since we don't do any ads on here, uh, it'd be really great if you would leave a rating. That would be amazing. So we can grow this show, have more amazing guests, and um, yeah, make a bigger impact on this planet. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Um, hopefully you have an amazing day, and we'll talk soon. Peace out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.